Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. We are in a series I've entitled Bible Blitz, and we're looking at several books in the New Testament. I have a very special guest with me here on the call today, and she's going to give us all the books of the New Testament. Here's my granddaughter, McKenna Hall. Take it away, McKenna. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrew, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, Jude, Revelation. And that is from the lips of an eight-and-a-half-year-old and she has all the books of the Old Testament memorized as well. Way to go, McKenna. Well, on today's podcast, we are looking at the book of Acts. But before we look at the book of Acts, listen to this scripture in Psalm 119, verses 9 to 11. It says this, How can a young man keep his way pure? By keeping it according to your word. With all my heart I have sought you. Do not let me wander from your commandments. Your word I have treasured in my heart that I may not sin against you. This study, this Bible blitz, is all about wetting our appetite for the word of God. And here we're reminded by the psalmist that God's word keeps us from sinning when we treasure it and when we obey it. We can be kept from sinning. So as you heard my little granddaughter uh, quote those books of the New Testament, you are seeing someone that is getting trained early in life so that as a young person, the Word of God can impact her life. And no matter what your age, the Word of God can impact your life. Again, that's what this particular series is all about. The book of Acts was written by Luke. Luke was a physician and an historian. He was somebody that was very careful with his research and very careful with his writings. Uh, Luke was um, the Apostle Paul's travel companion. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 14 uh, Paul says, Luke, the beloved physician, sends you his greetings. And so um, he is with, with Paul there. But then Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 11, Paul said, only Luke is with me as, as he's talking to Timothy. And he told Timothy to, to bring Mark back with him. And so Luke was there with him. In Philemon, verse 24, again, uh, Paul mentions Luke in the closing of, of his letter. And then when you look through the book of Acts, you see the what is known as the we and us passages where Luke includes himself as the writer. He includes himself in. So he would have been there. He would have been uh, participating with Paul in that. And so Luke, uh, God used Luke to... To, uh, to write those uh, passages, to write the book of, B- book of Acts. But he also wrote the Gospel of Luke. And um, the Gospel of Luke was uh, the, the Gospel that was written to uh, a person named Theophilus. And as by the way, the book of Acts begins with 
Paul, uh, or excuse me, Luke, talking about uh, writing to, again, Theophilus. Theophilus, the name actually means lover of God, and in Luke, he was addressed as the most excellent Theophilus, and usually that title there would indicate a dignitary of some sort, such as a governor. So evidently, this this gentleman, Theophilus, was uh, some kind of a dignitary, possibly uh, in, in the government. And he was being written to, uh, maybe, to, to uh, uh, share the gospel to convert him, or perhaps he was already converted, and, and uh, Luke has given him all this information to help him to understand more about the ministry of Jesus and to help him to, to grow in his new faith. We don't know. That's, that's only conjecture, but for whatever reason that Luke was writing the gospel of Luke and now this book of Acts... Uh, that we're looking at, it, it was uh, to this, this gentleman here. The Gospel of Luke told the story of Jesus' earthly ministry. And, and then uh, the, the, the book of Acts continued that story post-ascension, uh, after Jesus ascended. And it tells the story of the work of the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus promised would come after he left. It tells the work of the Holy Spirit in and through the apostles. And so uh, this, is, this is a wonderful, wonderful account. And it is, by the way, Acts is an historical book. Uh, that, that's the style. That's, that's uh, the, the genre of, of the book of Acts. It is meant to be and historical account. From that, you can see doctrine uh, throughout, but it actually is not primarily a doctrinal book. And some people make the mistake of trying to uh, form their doctrine around a book that was meant to be history and that was written in a time of transition. What do I mean by that? Well, Jesus had ascended, the Holy Spirit had just come, but the Word of God had not been completed at that point in the game. Uh, the full canon of Scripture had not been completed. So this is a time of transition, and, and the apostles were still alive. And so uh, sometimes people will try to uh, create doctrine out of this transition transition period, and, and it's not meant to, 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 do, to do that. Well, enough of that. I, I want us to, to do an overview quickly of, of the book of Acts and see what we can, we can get out of it. Um, and and there's, there's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, first, in, in chapter 1, in chapter 1, verses 1 through, oh, let's say verses 1 through 4, we see maybe one through five. We see there's a transition. And, and uh, if I could just take a second to read in Luke chapter one. I want to go back to Luke chapter one and, and, uh, and start there. It says, Inasmuch, this is Luke one, verse one, inasmuch as many have undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us. So Luke said, there have been others that have written about the life of Jesus. Just as they were handed down to us by those from the beginning, uh, they were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. It seemed fitting for me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning. So Luke was a careful investigator, a true historian, to write it out for you in consecutive order. 
So he's going to write this in a consecutive chronological order, the book of Luke, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things that you have been taught. So evidently, Theophilus had had an oral teaching, but now Luke is writing down in his gospel, in consecutive order, things that he had thoroughly investigated about the life of Jesus Christ and had gotten it from eyewitnesses. And so now you come to Acts chapter 1, and he says, The first account I composed, Theophilus, referring back to the Gospel of Luke, about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up to heaven, uh, after he had, uh, by the Holy Spirit, given orders to the apostles whom he had chosen. And so it goes on there. So chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, is kind of a transition from the Gospel of Luke now to continue that account here in, in, in the book of Acts. Chapter 1, verses 6 to 11, uh, give us the uh, great commission that Jesus once again gave right before he ascended. And then it gives us an account of his ascension, ascension to heaven. And then in chapter 1, verses 12 to 26, you see the 11 and others, there are about 120 of them, waiting as they had been commanded to do in Jerusalem for the coming of the Holy Spirit, waiting and praying and choosing a replacement apostle for for Judas, who had betrayed Jesus and hung himself. And so that is all in chapter 1, verses 12 to 26. But then enter chapter 2. Chapter 2 is the account of the promised coming of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, the Feast of Pentecost, Pentecost being 50 days after the Passover. Um, On on that day, when uh, so many Jews were gathered in Jerusalem from all over the world, um, the Holy Spirit comes. And you know the story, I assume, of Peter getting up under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and preaching that great gospel message and 3,000 people coming to faith in Jesus Christ on that day. Wow, what a day that must have been. That's chapter 2. And, and then in uh, the ministry of Peter and the apostles uh, and, and the gospel going all throughout Jerusalem is recorded there in chapters 2 through 7. You see, Jesus said, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even to the remotest part of the earth. And so uh, through chapter 7, we see the gospel filling Jerusalem. But then in chapter 8, persecution enters and, and uh, Saul is the perpetrator. Saul, who later became Paul, is a perpetrator of that great persecution. And it scattered these Christians out of Jerusalem. And, and everywhere they went, they went into Judea and Samaria, and they were preaching the gospel. They didn't just go and hide, but they got out of Jerusalem, and they were preaching the gospel in Judea and Samaria. So uh, Jesus' command is being fulfilled right there. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, uh, through cha- chapter 8. But then um, in chapter 9, verses 1 to 29, you have Saul's conversion. This one who's persecuting the church. You see his conversion. You see his baptism. And you see him beginning his early ministry there in chapters, chapter 9, verses 1 to 29. And then you see Peter's ministry to a Gentile and others in chapter 9, verse 31 through chapter 11, verse 18. Yes, Peter first sent the gospel to Cornelius, who was a Roman soldier, and he did it because God told him to do it. I love that very much.
And then uh, in chapter 11, verses 19 to 26, you see Paul's first ministry to Gentiles there in Antioch. Wow. So aren't you glad? Uh, I'm probably talking mostly to Gentiles. I don't know if I'm talking to any of the ethnic Jewish origin or not, but I want to tell you those of us who are Gentiles are so blessed that through these wonderful Jewish brethren, the gospel came to us Gentiles. Then... Uh, in chapter 12, Herod again persecutes the church. James uh, is killed. Peter is in prison, but then God supernaturally re- releases him in chapter 12. So persecution comes. And the early church knew persecution very well. But then uh, Acts wraps up. The rest of Acts, over half of Acts, chapters 13 through 28, is all about the ministry of Paul, the apostle, and his outreach to the rest of the world. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts, the, the, the remotest parts of the earth. And Paul, in his ministry, made three missionary journeys. And he was a great church planner. And God used him to write 13, uh, at least 13 of the books in the New Testament. Uh, what an amazing ministry. Here's what I want to ask you to do who, is, who are listening to this podcast. Would you take a moment just to glance through the book of Acts? And would you put it on your to-do list to sit down and read through the book of Acts and mark it up and learn the early history of the, of the New Testament church and see how God worked powerfully, even in the midst of great opposition and persecution and even death. The church grew in an amazing way and spread in an amazing way. Uh, I want you to take some time to read the book of Acts and let God speak to you. Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.